Welcome back to Gab with Gabby, the podcast, the potty. Let's talk some shit, shall we? Potty mouse, let's talk some shit, shall we? How was everyone's long weekend? Was it long enough for anybody or was it just me? Honestly, I took Thursday and Friday off. Um, Thursday was my birthday. Some of you guys, maybe all of you guys that listened to last week's episode knew. Um, So I took Thursday off and I took Friday off because I thought I'll have one extra long weekend because then with Monday off. And you know what? Did not feel long enough, which just tells me that maybe I'm in need of like a month long vacation. Um, But... I don't know if like, I think the weather contributed to that feeling too. Like if I had had a kick, the what the weekend was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'll get into that. Um, but I think if the weather had been just a one, then maybe I would feel differently. I don't know. I saw a meme that said something like mother nature knew that everyone was going to go buck wild with COVID restrictions being lifted in mass. And so she gave us a really shitty weather weekend to try and calm people down. And honestly, I think, I think that's true. I mean, imagine, I said this to Chantrously, I forget what happened. I was away when it was a really nice weekend or something. And I was like, honestly, probably for the best, I would have been face down, ass up in a bar. And he gave me, he looked at me like I had seven heads and I was like, well, I mean, whatever, it's the truth. And I think that's, that's the case for this weekend. I think some shit would have gone down if it had been a perfect 80 degree Boston spring weekend. Mother nature knew that we couldn't handle that. So if you're wondering how my birthday started or how my birthday was, I'm here to fill you in. I'm sure none of you are actually wondering, but I worked out. What did I do? Oh, I went for a walk. Oh, 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 oh. Talk about turning 27, right? I woke up at the same time that I wake up for work every day on my birthday, but I had the day off. How is that fair to me? I'm like, seriously, body, you couldn't, you couldn't just sleep in. So anyways, I went for a walk. So I was like, let me make good use of my time. And when I got back, I showered obviously, because I wanted to go to the mall and didn't want to be a smelly ass bitch. And I'm in the shower, scrub-a-dub-dub, All of a sudden, I look down and there's a massive spider in my shower. All I could do was yell and yell and yell and scream for my sister and ask her to bring a shoe or something to like a flip flop to kill this animal or bug or what do you call it? An insect? An insect? I honestly, I don't even know what spiders categorize as other than fucking creepy because I was, I was naked. How, how was I supposed to kill the spider? And then she kind of like scoffed at me. Like, that's what all the yelling is for. I'm like, what tools was I supposed to use to kill this big ass fucking spider? And it was on my conditioner too. My expensive Biolage Matrix conditioner. Like, please leave us alone. So that's how, that's how it started. I was like, wow, huh? I'm really making sure the old, uh, heart is is working on the birthday here so anyway so I went to the mall and I figured so the mall opened at 11 a.m and I figured perfect I'll get there just as it opens and no one's gonna be at Zara it'll be perfect I'll be able to shop all to myself boy was I wrong I was very wrong there was already a line I think everybody knows to go early in the morning. Honestly, I don't. I really don't understand how there could be that many people there. It seems like most people were doing returns because they could have possibly shopped that fast by the time I got there. I'm putting. I'm using my deductive reasoning here. But so, by proxy of the fact that I 
normally can't shop at Zara, I just grabbed so many things. And luckily, I had to wait in line for a long time. And as I'm going through line, going through the line or waiting in line, whatever you got, I'm trying to say, I kept removing things from my hand. I was like, you know what? No, I don't need this. No, like talking myself off the ledge. So I get to the cash register and I checked out actually the shirt that I'm wearing this like lime yellow highlighter yellow cropped t-shirt very comfortable um I forget what uh, what something else I bought this shirt actually that reminds me of Bridgerton I said that while I was drunk on my close friends on on Friday night and I couldn't understand why but it has those like little like hooks like bra hooks that's what the shirt how it closes in the front and for some reason when I was drunk that reminded me of Bridgerton anyways I digress what was I saying? So, okay. So I, I check out those two things and then I had this black dress keyhole and I was like, oh, I said to the lady, I was like, I don't know if I want to get this. I'm torn. And she was like, honestly, just get it. What's the worst that happens? And you have to return it. And I'm staring at her like, yes, sister, that is the worst case scenario because I just waited in line for over 10 minutes. Half the people here were doing returns. Like it's not as easy as just returning it. And she was like, well, she clearly had no patience. I actually just saw, um, someone on Instagram make this joke. It's Paige from Summer House. If anyone watches it, you know, I don't love her. Anyway, she was making a joke about Zara and saying how I think everyone that got hired at Zara basically wrote down on their application, no, I don't want to work here. And they were like, perfect, you're hired. And honestly, that was exactly the vibe that I got from this lady. And who knows, you know what, I don't pretend to know what it's like to work in retail, but she clearly was over it and she was like, well, worst case scenario is that you go home and you wish you'd bought it. And I was like, I mean, I guess. So anyways, that was continuing on my Zara saga that I think I mentioned last week. So then hung out with some friends on Thursday. That was so fun. Actually, what's funny is last year on my birthday, obviously COVID was in full effect very everything's very much closed down but I have a very big backyard so I invited over a few friends that live super close by and we just like hung out in my backyard had some beverages had some food food oh my god I like can't talk had some food it was open air it was great and then this year it just so happened that the only people who came over were the exact same people from last year so it was funny it was like um Deja vu, but better because this time none of us were like afraid of being in each other's presence. So that was Thursday night. And then um, because I knew I was going to be drinking all day, I moved my workout to Friday morning. So I worked out with my friends. But so when I rolled up to the studio, they've been doing construction on the street around there for like a few days now, like maybe a week or two. And I'm like not really knowing what's going on. I think they're redoing the sidewalk. But so the entire street corner in front of the studio was closed down. So I had to park a little bit further up and I saw Shannon had left her car and started walking towards the studio. So I was like, okay, I can go now. But when I tell you, so it's closed, there are no cars going through the sidewalks are in a construction. So I can't walk on the construction or I can't walk on the sidewalks and there are construction men just standing there. And I felt like I was walking through a hostage negotiation, um, in criminal minds because it's like, not a dead empty street, but there are cops and everyone's staring and no one's moving. And then little old me is practicing her America's Next Top Model model walk as she walks to the studio. So it was like a little, not a full block, but whatever, like a little area. So I get in front of the studio doors and I'm like standing there for a few minutes trying to figure out if Chaunch is inside because 
it, I didn't, honestly, I was like, who knows? He could have forgotten to cancel on us. So as I'm standing there, mind you that there is no sidewalk. There's just like, they have the curb up and then a lot of gravel and like, it was almost like a little pit. And so I'm standing there about to go, like try to figure out how I'm going to get inside. And one of the construction guys walks over and was like, do you want me to hold your hand? Do I want you to hold my hand? First of all, I don't want anyone to hold my hand ever. And I definitely don't want you, random construction man, to hold my hand. So I did this like gazelle leap. Mind you, Chaunch was outside now. And the guy and I was like, haha, don't worry about me. This is what Chaunch trains me for. He prepares me for this kind of situation. And a little story about that. One time um, when I was working out, Chaunch was like, okay, the workout we're going to do today is he had me do these like like jump lunges. I don't even know how to describe them. And each time he made them harder. And at the end, he was throwing the bouncy ball at me. And I was like, what is this supposed to accomplish? And he was like, well, I'm making sure that if you fall on your ankle, you have balance and you don't, you're not like afraid to land on your ankle. And at the time, I remember thinking, you're literally out of your mind. Um, But then I when I pranced and I landed on my ankle and I landed just well, I was like, wow, it's almost like he knows what he's doing. So I said to the construction guy, I was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I, I'll get trained for this. And he was like, I didn't want you to hurt yourself. I'm like, um, excuse you? Could you leave me alone? So whatever, I work out. And then at the end, I had to walk past all of them again to go back to my car. And Honestly, I just, the only words that came to mind were that I was like walking through the valley of death. Honestly, that's what it felt like. It was literally a hostage negotiation. Hostage negotiation? Do you guys know what I'm trying to say? My brain is like quite literally not working right now. Um, So I got to my car and then my friends had texted me um, being like, Gabby, every single one of the construction guys just looked at you while you walked by. Like literally break broke their necks. One guy literally was laughing at himself at how hard he was staring. And I was like, good, great. I'm like literally dripping sweat. Like sweat is sliding off of me. And these men are fucking staring. In other news, in terms of um, Chanch preparing me for real life stuff, I'm sure this one he never really thought he would see coming. I got a Brazilian wax on Wednesday. And the lady has you, for those who don't know, who don't go, the lady has you butterfly your legs. And let me just say my hip flexibility has been a lot better than it probably was when I was starting. So I walk into class on Wednesday and I was like, oh my God, Chaunch, my hip flexors are doing so great. They're so flexible. It was so easy for my Brazilian wax. And he's just staring at me like, oh, this is, oh, this is what we're training you for. Sure. So anyways, that was my workout on Friday and then I went up to the lake. I think I mentioned that I was going to do that. Deb's family has a lake house up there. So we spent the weekend there. Honestly, the weather was super subpar, like I said, but it was just fun to like hang out. And we had some people up on Sunday. Um, Deb and I actually went out on Friday night to one of our, well, honestly, there aren't that many bars around there. Um, But we went to this bar called Tower Hill where sometimes there's karaoke, but this time there was a live band. And we, first of all, when we first got there, there was this group of like maybe 21, 22 year olds, like six of them. Next thing I know, there's like 10 or 12 of them. Then there's like 15. All of a sudden, there's like 50 of these youths at the bar. They must have like 
either all been from around there, like home from college or something. And it was them, me and Deb, and one other table of guys, which looks like we were, you know, like late 20s, early 30s, and then 50-year-olds. And I was like, ah, yes, New Hampshire living. This is this is wonderful. But anyways, there was this couple, um, like older, definitely in their, like, late 40s, 50s, and they asked if the wife could put her stuff, um, because we had extra chairs, so she asked if she could put her stuff on our tables. We're like, yeah, sure, whatever. So we're, like, chatting with them, and I was, like, talking to the wife or whatever, and she was talking about how they actually got married up there, and they had, like, rented out a boat where everything was included for, like, five grand or something, like, super great deal, yada, yada. And mind you, Deb and I had been sitting not on the same side of the table, but at like a 90 degree angle, not across from each other because it was super loud. And I was like, oh, yeah, like we always talk about like getting married up here and like did it all this stuff. And then I was like, I I was like, we're not (laughs) we're not a couple. And the lady was like, no, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's not the first or the last time that Deb and I will be mistaken for a couple, which honestly is a compliment. Um, She should feel grateful that someone would think she was in a relationship with me. So anyways, like I mentioned, it was um, pretty cold about the lake this weekend. And so since we couldn't be outside, we obviously decided to come up with some drinking games. So we now have a set of four games, which again, I posted on my close friends and I actually had a few people reach out to me saying that they are going to do this competition on their own with their friends. So I'm thinking we should make it a movement. So I'm going to explain these to you guys. And if you so feel compelled next time you're hanging out with your friends to enter into one or any of these competitions, I will happily accept submissions. So the first one is a claw chug. This is definitely the most self-explanatory of all of them. One caveat is that we did all of these with cold white claws straight from the fridge. Obviously, you don't have to. They could be room temperature. But my suggestion would be if one of the four games is done with room temperature, then they all should be just to keep things like, you know, standard. Okay, so the claw chug, you obviously chug out of a white claw can. Then we have the solo swallow. That's when you pour your white claw into a red solo cup and then chug it or swallow. As you can tell, we were trying to go with like the alliterations. Then the next one is the Kong kill. This one can also be called the funnel finish. So we have bought these things called a Kong and they're a funnel, but it's like a little cup holder thing it's supposed to be portable so we each have one of our own um and basically it's a like I said it's a funnel so that's the conkill slash funnel finish whichever one you use I would definitely invest in either the kong or a funnel they're just like a fun time to have around make sure you wash them out really carefully so you don't get mold and then the last one is called the shotgun charter and that probably brings up a lot of questions Katie, who's Deb's little sister, her boyfriend, his name is Jordan Charter, S-H-A-R-T-A-R. Yes, a little bit unfortunate of a last name, but he is like a total frat bro who loves shotgunning. So it only felt right that the shotgun event was named after him, Shotgun Charter. So to review the four main events, Claw Chug, Solo Swallow, Kong Kill or Funnel Finish, and Shotgun Charter. So if you feel so inclined Next time that you play or drink with your friends, let me know, post a video, tag me, and I want to see. I will say that I am the reigning champ 
for the Kong kill. I have the fastest. Even my friend Emily and her boyfriend Rob came up this weekend. And Rob is a large man. He's like 6'6 and can drink. And my time was still faster than his. So I challenge you guys to try and beat me. All of the other ones, I think I came in like second-ish place. But yeah. So yeah, if you guys tried out at home, I guess it should probably come with a disclaimer. Like be careful. What's it? Um... You know how they have the disclaimer at the front of ridiculousness where it's like, these should not be tried at home, da-da-da-da. This is like the complete opposite. Like, yes, these activities should be tried at home. And now on to what I'm sure is everyone's favorite segment, which I still don't have a name for, so I'm accepting suggestions. Updates on the dating apps. I probably should never sing on this again, but it just, it felt right in the moment, you know? So... Last week, I mentioned to you guys that I was very over the apps and that I was considering deleting them, and I did, I did. Um, I don't know how long this is going to last, but it feels nice that, like, I don't feel that pressure for me to be swiping. Like, I feel like I'd have free time or I'd be sitting in front of the TV and watching TV, obviously. What else would I be watching? Oh, my God. Brain dead. Um... I would just feel like, oh, I should just be swiping. Like, it's it's a numbers game is what it is. It's a fucking numbers game. And now I don't feel that pressure anymore. Now I can play Candy Crush for as long as I want without feeling like, wow, I should really be an adult and be swiping on the dating apps. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Still trying to channel meeting people in real life, obviously. I mean, since, like, literally what is the alternative to dating apps if not meeting people in real life. Um, I did actually, oh, I feel, I, I guess I, maybe I shouldn't tell you guys this because then I have to actually do it. But I saw a TikTok recently that was like, if you want to meet people in real life, like go have dinner by yourself at a bar, like grab a drink or whatever, which I'm totally like I have done before, but I just don't do regularly unless I like have to. Like, I feel like I've done it when I'm waiting for some, someone, I'll have a drink at the bar by myself or before an event or anything like that. But it's something I might consider doing to like put myself out there and be like hello other single people at the bar come meet me the only thing that like makes me kind of weary of that is that I live out in Newton and I don't know that people are like going alone to restaurants out here I mean it's suburbville so I really don't understand but I got a text from one of my friends, Megan, who listens to the podcast, and she said, hi, I just got the strangest comment on one of my photos on Hinge and had to share with you since I feel like this is probably up there in terms of weird. And so already I was like, okay, here we go. This is going to be good. Some guy commented on her picture saying, your hair looks insanely soft and it is truly so hot. We both were like, Uh, she was like, I need a professional to tell me, which thanks Megan for thinking I'm a professional. She says, is this the strangest comment ever or what? And I have to agree that is so weird. And uh, let me just add his profile picture. He's standing next to a graffiti uh, that says poop. And the man also has no hair. And I feel like I normally would not point that out. But in the context of saying someone else has very soft hair and that it is hot, I feel like it's a detail that should be included. Um, and obviously, like, yeah, it is a compliment to be told by someone that you have soft hair. But at the same time, by like a prospect, it's like, what do you 
that what like how are you supposed to respond like thanks I use high quality salon grade shampoo and conditioner like we just uh, how does one respond to that so with that being said her reaching out to me I was like you know what I should ask people to start sending me weird shit that happens to them on the dating apps one I'm not on the dating apps anymore so I am crowdsourcing to you guys thank you but also I'm like imagine that if I'm having this kind of weird like weird encounters then you guys are definitely having them too Otherwise, there's something wrong with me. But so I'm opening the floor up. If you're a potty mouth and you are listening and you come across either a weird dating profile or someone says some fucking weird shit to you on one of the apps, please, I beg of thee, I beg of thee, send it to me with permission. I will share on the potty um, with or without your name. Obviously, we can include as much or as little detail as you would want. But yes, if you guys are coming across good stuff, let me know because we can all have a laugh together. One other, and I just, I can't even believe, I feel like I say this all the time. I'm like, can't even believe I'm saying this. It's like, Gabby, do you actually have boundaries? And I remember last time, um, that guy that I told you guys I was obsessed with on, from TikTok, who's actually my age. So I slid into his DMs this weekend. Um, And by that, I mean, he said, let's go Bruins. And I responded saying, let's go B. So obviously that lets him know that I am very much attracted to him and want him to marry me. And you're probably laughing like, Gabby, you're going to need to do more. And I know, I know, but this is just me like starting to crack the surface, obviously in being like realistic here. He lives in Canada. We're not going to fall in love, but he did post. So one of his like shticks on TikTok is he'll take a sip of coffee and is like, fuck, that's good. And today his TikTok was like, um, do you ever wake up on a Tuesday morning and realize you're single as fuck and then have a venti cold brew from Starbucks with two pumps of sugar-free vanilla, which is my exact order. So I, I, did slide in a little bit more, I guess, like put myself out there more by saying, Greg, I think you're my soulmate. Um, and he liked it and then responded, which he does to everybody. So I know I'm not special, but I just need to tell you guys that in lieu of having dating apps, this is what I'm resorting to for my entertainment. So all of that to say that please send me your stuff that can entertain me because I'm, I'm going off the deep end with my TikTok obsessions and that's not really a good place to be in at all. So that is all that I have for you guys today. I hope you have a great weekend. It's going to be fucking bitching in Boston this weekend. I am so pumped. Weather is going to be phenomenal. There's this guy on TikTok, Kevin Cooney, if you haven't ever seen him. He lives in Boston and he does these like pump up TikToks where he's like, let's have a great day, shall we? And they're, they're so good. Um, they just get me hyped every single time. And so I am channeling that energy though. Right now, I think I sound like a limp fish. I don't really know that I have the excited energy, but I'm trying, I'm trying. It's been a long weekend. Um, have a great weekend. Enjoy the nice weather. Bring me some good stories. Bring mama some good stories and yeah, let's get after it. <laughs>